0: On the first day of Christmas my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. On On the first day of Christmas my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. Our tweet of the season is Partridge, the first of the birds featured in the 12 Days of Christmas song. Strangely, you're unlikely to see a partridge in a pear tree. Indeed, you're unlikely to see a partridge at all because it is becoming a very rare bird indeed. The grey partridge was once one of the most common game birds found in Britain. But sadly, their numbers have diminished to such an extent that they're now extremely uncommon. Only once in a while are they spotted here in the Isle of Man. Their place in many parts of Britain has been taken instead by the French or red-legged partridge introduced by people that like to shoot birds for sport. To some extent, the grey partridge, our native bird, has been displaced by its French counterpart The song of the partridge is given by both sexes. It's a sort of... Not very attractive, but quite distinctive. It has something in common with the robin, which we featured in our last tweet, in that both partridges and robins have orange faces. So, tweet of the season, partridge. On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me Second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves. Well, they must have been in captivity because turtle doves are not found in Europe during the winter. Turtle doves are summer visitors to our shores, and the only ones that could be given as Christmas presents must have been kept in captivity. Sadly for us, the turtle dove is now yet another highly endangered species. It amazes me to say this. I can remember times when I went out of my house and I could see several turtledoves at a time picking up little bits of grit in the lane that I lived in. The grit is used in their digestive systems, in their gullets, to grind up the grain that they feed on. The song of the turtle dove, our tweet of the season, the song of the turtledove is like a cat purring in a tree. I often tell my students that if you hear a cat purring in a tree, then it's a turtle dove. A dog barking in the sky is a raven. The turtle dove's song is a beautiful, relaxing, purring call. And it's a lovely bird to have around the house, singing from your Christmas tree at Christmas, if only. Tweet of the season, Turtledove. Christmas my true love sent to me three, three French hens two turtle doves <coughs> and a tree <party coughs> on, the- on the third day of Christmas my true love sent to me three French hens. Our tweet of the season is French hen. French hen actually is a domestic hen. Gallus Gallus domesticus, that is, the hen descended from red jungle fowl. But because the scientific name is Gallus, some people saw that as meaning French, hence French hen. It's nothing to do with the French, really. They're just claiming it. It's red jungle fowl. Red jungle fowl, or French hens, or chickens, are feral in some parts of the island, particularly around the Currucks, where they do a fair amount of damage to our native plants, digging them up and eating them. They haven't really got a song. I suppose the crow of the rooster would be as close to a song of a red jungle fowl or French hen as you could get. I wouldn't particularly want one scratching around the, the house or even my garden during Christmas because they do eat a lot of plants and would therefore be rather unpopular. However, they're good eating and I know lots of you will be having French hen instead of turkey. So Merry Christmas and tweet of the season, French hen. fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four calling birds. Actually, they're not calling birds, they're collie birds, an old English name for blackbird. So on the fourth day of Christmas, our tweet of the season is blackbird. The blackbird doesn't sing much at this time of year. But its alarm call given when it sees a cat or very often as it's going up to roost in the late evening is a series of rapid, frightened calls. And I've asked Mr H to put the alarm call and the beautiful song of Blackbird in this tweet of the season. far more likely to hear the alarm call than the song blackbirds of course are favorites of ours they're one of the most beautiful songbirds when they do get going in the spring and we can hear them in our gardens parks woodland all over the place they're a very common bird so tweet of the season is the fourth bird to be featured in the 12 Days of Christmas, Collingbird or Blackbird. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me five gold ring. golden rings. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me five golden rings. Well, I had to search around a little bit for a bird that would qualify as a golden ring. And the one I've come up with is Goldcrest. So our tweet of the season is Goldcrest. Many of you would be fortunate to be able to hear a goldcrest. Its song is so high-pitched that many people can't hear it. I've chosen it because I had a very special occurrence with a goldcrest one Christmas. I went to visit friends at about eight o'clock at night. It was cold and dark. And they had an outside Christmas tree full of lights. And there, flitting around in the lights in the Christmas tree in the dark, was a goldcrest picking up what few insects it could get from the felled Christmas tree. Goldcrests are fairly common over here in the Isle of Man. They're found in lots of the plantations, also our gardens and parks as well. They're the smallest breeding European bird and they have got this very, very sweet but high-pitched song. So our fifth day of Christmas, the golden ring is our tweeter of the season, Goldcrest. Day of Christmas, my true love sent to me six geese a laying five gold rings, four calling birds, three French hens. (laughs) On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six geese a laying. Well, our tweet of the season today is the greylag goose. Greylag geese are ...closely related to the domestic goose, which is descended from the Chinese water goose. They are plentiful in the island because flocks of greylag were kept as pets, or at least on domestic ponds, and fed. These flocks then went wild and became the feral greylags, which we find up in the north of the island... They roost in huge numbers, thousands, on the gravel pits at the point of air, and an increasing flock down in the south around the Colby area. We should be concerned about greylag geese because they are not natural to the island and their numbers are swelling to such an extent that they will soon be a great pest to farmers and ironically to conservationists. Their droppings in the pools, the gravel pools at the point of air, are so numerous that the gravel pools are being polluted by them. However, they're a lovely bird to have at Christmas time. One of the sounds of winter is to hear geese flying overhead in their V formations cronking away. So our Tweet of the season today is the Greylag Goose. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me seven swans a swimming, six, six geese a laying. seventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me, seven swans are swimming. Our tweet of the season today is the Hooper Swan. The Hooper Swan, named after its bugling call, which is given predominantly when they're in flight. Although if you had a flock of seven of them swimming, they would undoubtedly be calling to each other with this lovely hooping call. (laughs) Our resident swan in the Isle of Man is the mute swan, and it would be no good for tweet of the season, because it's mute, it doesn't say anything. However, the hooper swan, which is a winter visitor here in fairly small numbers, anything up to forty or fifty birds in the island at any one time. The hooper swan makes a glorious noise. The bugling so- sound of migrating hoopers is one of the things which birdwatchers delight in hearing. They're huge birds, huge white birds as you would expect with a swan, but their beaks are bright yellow with black tips. You find them mostly up in the in the north of the island. Occasionally one or two are seen around Derby Haven and Langness on the sea down there, but most of them are found in the Bolaff area and around Andreas during the winter. Some of them spend the nights on the gravel pits at the point of air, and to hear them flying over with their necks stretched out, bugling away, is one of the great winter sounds. So, tweet of the season, Hooper Swan. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Eight maids a and seven, seven swans a-swimming. Six geese a-laying. Five, On the eighth day of Christmas... My true love sent to me eight maids a-milking. Well, our tweet of the season today is the nightjar. What do nightjars have in common with maids a-milking? Well, the old country name for nightjar was Goat Sucker. Presumably somebody at some time had seen a nightjar take off next to... A sleeping nanny goat, and they assumed that the bird had been suckling from the nanny goat. It's not true, of course. Night jars are nocturnal, moth eating birds and are found in Europe during our summertime. They do occur occasionally in the Isle of Man on passage. I don't think they breed here, but on passage they occur here. And their chirring sounds as they sing and, and flit around, catching moths, can be heard occasionally. Nightjars are very, very cryptic birds. They're highly camouflaged and during the day they nestle down into leaves, dead leaves on the ground, and become almost invisible. But at night, when they're courting, flitting around the uh, plantations that they breed in, you can hear the call of the nightjar, our tweet of the season for today. day of christmas my true love sent to me nine ladies dancing on the ninth day of christmas my true love sent to me nine ladies dancing our tweet of the season is little egret today little egrets fit perfectly into the description of ladies dancing. They're found feeding along the coasts and on the beaches and the, and the dubs around the coasts of the Isle of Man now quite commonly. When I was a lad, too long ago to remember, if you wanted to see little Egret you had to go down to the Mediterranean. But with global warming, and an urge in the birds to spread themselves out, little egrets have colonised now the whole of the British Isles, even breeding in Scotland. If you go down to the Stinky Dub on the little road that leads out to the lighthouse at Langness, on a good day you can find five, six, seven, my maximum count is 13 little egrets in the area down there. And if they decide to feed in the, in the waters of the dub there, you'll see why I've called them ladies dancing. They jump around chasing shrimps and sandhoppers and all sm- sorts of small things in the water. And as they dance elegantly, you can see their yellow feet flashing as they chase the fish and the shrimps. So it's an ideal bird for our tweet of the season today, Little Egret. On the tenth day of Christmas, my two love sent to me, ten lords a-leapin' and ladies dancing. On the 10th day of Christmas, my true love said to me, ten lords are leaping. Our tweet of the season today is the crane. Cranes are huge birds, much larger than grey herons, which are sometimes mistaken for cranes. Grey herons breed in the island, cranes do not. In fact, cranes became so persecuted that they were extinct in Britain until relatively recently, when colonies started up in Norfolk, the Somerset Levels, and in some of the larger marshes further north. The common crane is becoming more common again. We've had four sightings of cranes in the island since the year 2000. Two of those were birds which stayed for quite a while, and lots of people saw them while they were visiting. They were All four sightings were up in the north of the island. Why would I associate common cranes with lords a-leaping? Well, the answer for that is that the common crane has the most beautiful courtship, where the males spring high into the air, jumping over the, the females and raising their wings and generally leaping around to in the excitement of courtship. So today's tweet of the season is Common Crane. Christmas my true love sent to me I sent eleven Piper's Piping Ten lords a leaping Nine ladies dancing On the eleventh day of Christmas my true love sent to me eleven Piper's Piping What better bird to choose for Piper's Piping than the Oyster Catcher our tweet of the season for today. Oyster catchers are one of the best known of the island's shorebirds. Large black and white birds with orange legs and a bright red beak. Somebody once told me that they'd seen a magpie on the beach with a carrot in its beak. She was describing our oyster catchers. They nest at the top of our beaches and in winter form large flocks that fly around piping loudly. These are the ultimate piping birds, ideal for our 11 pipers piping. You can see oyster catchers in huge numbers if you go down to Darby Haven on the top of the tide and turn your binoculars onto the breakwater. Anything up to 200 oyster catchers spend the top of the tide roosting on the breakwater there. And not all our birds. Many of the oyster catchers which come into the Isle of Man for the winter come from elsewhere where the weather is too bad for them to be able to survive so they come down here for shelter and protection. So as you're walking the beaches walking off your Christmas dinners you can hear the 11 pipers piping our tweet of the season oyster catcher. Twelfth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me twelve drummers drumming. There's only one bird whose call is described as drumming. And that's the snipe so our tweet of the season our last tweet of the season is the common snipe snipe breed in fairly good numbers on the island although proving breeding is quite difficult because they're secretive birds whose nests are tucked into boggy places in upland areas they're very difficult to find breeding one of the giveaways, however, is the noise that the snipe makes when it's courting. It's described as drumming. I'll leave you to listen to the sound to make up your mind whether this is a good description. However, The sound isn't made by the bird calling, it's made by the vibrations of its two outer tail feathers. These two feathers are loose, and when the bird goes high into the air and then dives down towards the the ground at great speed, the two outer feathers vibrate to make the drumming sound that you're about to hear. Snipe are amazing birds in that a quarter of their body length is beak and this tool is dibbled into the mud to get the invertebrates that they feed on. When you're walking the hills in the springtime keep your ears open for the sound of the drumming snipe our last Tweet of the season. And a partridge in a pear tree And a partridge in a pear tree